Us Christians can be really weird. I mean, it makes sense, right? The Christian message is countercultural, but sometimes the things we say are just downright weird. Join us today as we talk about some weird things Christians say. Hey everyone, Tyler here. You probably noticed that the intro music was different today. Well, that's because this Friday, my band Second to Safety will be releasing its second album, Esther. It's an album that focuses on the epistemology of culture, meaning, belonging, and knowing. So if you're interested in philosophy, you like rock and roll, be sure to listen to the album everywhere. It comes out this Friday, February 28th. So, Travis, we've been in the church long enough to know some of the weird, quirky things that go on, um, yep. you know, things that aren't necessarily wrong or right, just weird when taken out of context. So today we're going to talk about a little bit of Christianese, and if you don't know what Christianese is, it's basically just like reinvented words and jargon, I guess, you know, within Christianity that only Christianity uses? Understands. Yeah, like, I don't know. Our own lingo. It's like a language in and of itself. And you know what? There's actually, I feel like there's also like sub languages within that language. You what know, do you like mean? depending on what denomination you're part of or what like theology you align with, That's all of a sudden you find yourself around people who are like now using even more different language. I guess like in the more, um, pentecostal circle you might hear the word like that's you know you're so anointed or like something like that yeah like, the... i don't even know what that means bro yeah right you can tell we're very reformed like presbyterian so we baptize those babies <laughs> well i wasn't were you uh i i'm on a journey okay i'm on a journey <laughs> i'm still baptist but yeah like wanting to not be but you know they sunk their claws in and it's hard to leave plus i'm <laughs> Sorry if I sound funny. I'm, <laughs> I'm reading the animal crackers and this, I can't stop. This dude has his face shoved full of animal crackers. But you mentioned being Baptist. So uh, what are you drinking today, Travis? <laughs> <laughs> the Presbyterian is coming out in me. I'm drinking coffee, but it's spiked with rum. <laughs> well, I'm eating animal crackers. Nice. Oh, man. <laughs> I mentioned that we're going to be talking about some Christianese today. And basically, we're going to go through a list I put together a list of like 12 things, and they're all just weird things that Christians say. So we're just going to go through the list, make fun of it if need be, and move on, okay? We're not going to be like teaching. We're just going to strictly observation, and some of these are funny. So uh, without further ado, let's just, let's just get into it. Right, let's do this. <laughs> all right, Travis, what's number one? <laughs> number one is a hedge of protection. Lord, I just pray that you place a hedge of protection around around this family, Lord. Just protect them with a hedge. Now, before we talk about the hedge, 
Actually, no, I'm going to talk about the hedge. I don't know why it just started with like a really bad Southern accent. Just Southern there. Baptist. You just yeah. went full SBC. Back to my roots. Yeah. So if you're going to pray for protection, first of all, why only pray for a hedge? Isn't that like only waist high? Like it's not even that big of a thing. Like I could just steamroll right through a hedge. If you're going to pray for protection, why not pray for like a giant force field around well, you I, I wonder if it like goes back to when like hedge rows were actually you i keep bumping my mic when hedge rows <laughs> were like actually used that rum's getting to me i don't know <laughs> you know like back in olden times there was a hedge around a field or a pasture or even around like the outskirts of a farmstead um and that was like for protection as yeah. well as marking boundary lines and things like that so like i wonder if we've kind of lost the uh the, the word picture the meaning there i guess that makes sense but like cities two thousand years ago built 40 foot tall walls around their buildings and you know lord i pray for a 40 foot wall of protection over my city no nah, like i think that's overkill let's just ask for a hedge all right we're, we're gonna keep it we're just asking for a hedge all right number two it's kind of the same thing same same lines but Lord, I just pray for traveling mercies on my friend Travis here as as he goes on his missions trip, Lord. Why do we just keep using <laughs> really bad Southern accents? It's like my default. I don't know. <sighs> Sorry, people. This is an insult to all my Southern friends. <laughs> um, great question, traveling mercies. If we're going to ask for mercies, so, why like, just when we is travel? Is it mercy like in the most basic form, not getting what you deserve? Yeah. So, Lord, I just pray while they're traveling. They don't get what they deserve. <laughs> That's what you're... <laughs> what, why, like, traveling grace? Or does the Calvinist coming out with It's me? like traveling forgiveness. I don't even know. It's like, it's like travel, asking God. Travel blessings. Uh, traveling mercies. Lord, I pray that they don't get what they deserve. They rightfully deserve. It's like, it, I mean, you travel Only so much. Only while they travel. While you're not traveling, you should get what you deserve. Yeah, really. You, you travel so much, though. Like, why just ask for mercies when you're traveling? I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, though, shouldn't you be crying out to God for mercy for, like, everything? I but, mean, like, what's weird about some of these things is we know as weird as they sound, we know exactly what they mean. Lord, yeah. I pray that they don't get a flat tire and their car runs smoothly and you give them safety as they travel. Yeah. All I mean, wrapped up sense. into traveling mercies, which I don't know. I mean, I guess, I guess we deserve hell and all the righteous punishment and wrath of God. So flat tire and, and an accident i don't know i mean it, technically it's still traveling mercies because you're not dead right right I mean, <laughs> you're not dead lord yeah I, I don't know all right well keep asking for traveling mercies i guess i mean yeah it's just interesting i pray that as tyler travels home you just give him traveling mercies it is icy so i need to use a different accent next time use like a canadian i you're from like canada so uh, <laughs> okay Deep question. What causes accents? I, I'm legit. If someone has an answer, like, please message us. Like, I have lain awake at night multiple times, burning energy and losing sleep that I desperately need as a father of twins, <laughs> wondering what causes accents. You should, yeah, I wish you could see Travis right now because he's... He looks like he's having an existential breakdown. I, I need to know. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Moving well, on. If you know the answer to that, please send it in. We'd love to know. Number three, 
have you ever okay I, i'm sure you've used this because i've used it when you're talking about your personal devos instead of just calling it what it is you call it your quiet time mm. Yeah, I, I wonder where did that where did that come from? When did that start like being used? I have no idea. Like so, when I went to like a Bible institute, like our devotional time was like quiet time, and we were like supposed to be like quiet. So that kind of made sense. And maybe it's like you know when you have kids, and you're like it's time for your quiet time. Like you know you're not supposed to be rowdy or distracted. You're supposed to be sitting meditating in God's word. But does that mean like I can't? worship god or like sing songs during quiet time is someone going to come up to be like no <laughs> you're, you're gonna have an angel strike you down during your next personal devotion time yeah he's gonna be like that's not allowed yeah <laughs> you can you can sing songs to god outside of your quiet time this is silent this is alone. silent reading time silent reading time reading aloud time yeah you is can't yeah you hour. can't read aloud that's separate yeah it's different you know i don't really have quiet time right like, like my quiet time devotional like i have a baby and a bottle in one hand and then like my other hand i have my my bible and devotional book so it's anything but quiet right now i'm praying for you man i'm praying travel and mercies over you as you walk from <laughs> a hedge your... of protection yeah <laughs> a 40 foot wall of protection all right we're moving on to number four and this one's just a little bit more creepy what, what do you think about the term love on like when you're talking more about like you know, I, showing extra care or attention towards somebody's sake. You know, Lord, I, we I'm just, just gonna we're going to go them. on this mission trip, and we're just going to love on those children. We're just going to love, just gonna on, love them. on those people. It's just weird. Does that make you cringe at all? Uh, kind of a little bit. Like uh, I just wonder. Like so, I'm kind of used to hearing it, but like someone who's not a believer, like if they would have like, like try to you know put yourself in in the mind of a non-believer when they hear that, like someone like. Yeah, I just I just loved on them, you know. Like, what what do they think? I'm calling the police. I'm running away from you. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Oof. But no, Cringy. seriously, keep loving on people. If you're a Christian, you know what that means keep loving just on love people. On them. Just love on them. Just love on them. Yeah. Uh, the fifth one that I wrote down here is something that I've used a lot, and it's the whole idea, like when you're when you're struggling mm. with something, when you when you're struggling with a way of thinking or a sin issue you say you know i've been wrestling with that i've been wrestling with or it or depending on where you live it could be i've been wrestling <laughs> i've, been, I've wrestling. been wrestling with that it's just like an oddly physical way to say you've been struggling with something you know i mean do you keep using that metaphor like i've been throat punching myself in these devos man like body slamming the scripture <sighs> you know i i hit I hit the devil on the back with a metal chair the other day. I had a victory over sin. I, I just knocked that repeating sin out. It's, I mean, it was KO. It's just weird. I, I've, been, I've been wrestling I gotta, I gotta with this one. Of this accent. This is bad. <laughs> uh, I've just been yeah, that's, with it. that's a great question. And I use that. I actually, okay, I confess, I use that one. I've I really use been it wrestling with all this. The time. I know you do, Tyler. Yeah. How you been doing? I've just really been, been wrestling, wrestling with this. All right, yeah. number six. We're like almost halfway through our list. The term, quote, do life. Like, man, I just love doing life with you. That's a weird thing to say. What does that mean? I, what feel is... like, I feel like that's something married people say a lot. Like outside of the church, like I do in life with my spouse. But inside of the church, that can mean like, yeah, me and my brothers in Christ, man, we just love doing life together. 
I don't know. <laughs> it's just like, now what does that sound like to a non-Christian? Ugh. Travis, I just want to do life with you, man. I'm sorry about the accent. It keeps coming back. Uh, yeah, it sounds a little like, eh, I don't know about this guy. <laughs> like, how well do I really know you? I don't, like... I don't think we're ready for this. We just need to slow it down here, Tyler. Yeah. All right, we're halfway through our list. So if you haven't heard one yet that you think should be on this list, let us know. See if it's going to be on the next few. And then if it's not, please send them to us. I want to do a follow up episode. We need to have like a YouTube channel so I can say, like, let us know in the comment section below. (laughs) Like, just go on our Facebook page. We used to like watch YouTube channels all the time back when that was like a thing. And they'd all be like, the cool people would be like, let us know in the comment section below. And then I just want to say that. You'd have 14,000 comments and yeah. 15,000 of them were just angry. I know yeah, that was mathematically incorrect. Yeah. Yeah. But I just want to, I really want to say that sometimes. <laughs> so if, if nothing else, there's a reason for us to create a video channel, like a YouTube channel. If you find a comment section for this podcast, just leave it there. We might never see it, but just leave it there. We'll, we'll find it. Sure. All right. Number seven. Now, this isn't just one phrase, but it's something that's really funny to me. It's all of the different contemporary ways to say small group. Even the word small group is interesting. But anyway, what what are some of the funnier names you've heard for like a small group in a church? Uh, like a cluster group. I've heard that. <laughs> I've never heard that one. Yeah. I've heard cell group. Cell group. I've heard that one. I've heard 242 group. Just interesting. Imagine inviting a non-believer. Hey, come to my 242 group. Is that the time we meet or? <laughs> We're very timely. <laughs> Activate group. Ooh, I haven't heard that one. We got Ignite group. I have heard that one. I've heard Ignite too. I've heard actually youth ministries called Ignite, which is. Mm. Yeah, I feel like that's that's pretty stereotypical yeah. of a, like a young, a young adult church group. They have to have like some sort of action word in there. Like, yeah. Activate, Ignite. <laughs> merge oh okay i was just gonna confess this i used to lead a small group at a baptist church called merge yes why did you have to like it was a baptist it was a baptist church. church i don't know we were trying to be trendy we we're trying to come up with something new so merge was basically a young adult uh bible study and the whole idea was that we're merging young people on the path of adult life i don't even know hey you know i actually really enjoyed it that's actually a fun fact that's where tyler and i met yeah we met at merge yep we're going to make our kids meet at Activate, Activate someday. Ignite. Ignite group. All right. Number eight. <clears throat> that was the dog. If you if you can hear uh, anything in the background, you'll probably hear the dog. He's it's hanging not out my kids. Us. It's the dog. Yeah, we're babysitting the, the twins The noise gate again. only cuts out so much. <laughs> we're babysitting the twins and Bly, the puppy here. So Yeah, the babies are down for a nap. So. Yeah. Um, you've definitely heard this one before. When you're praying, maybe like in a group setting... And, you know, people are sharing their prayer requests, like, you know, pray for my dad, he's sick, or like, Mm -hmm. pray for this. And then you get somebody says, I have an unspoken prayer request, just pray for me, man. I, I really struggle when people, I really wrestle with when people, uh, when people are like, yeah, I have an unspoken prayer request because my, like, whole concentration gets derailed because... The rest of the prayer time, I'm like, ooh, what was that unspoken prayer request about? Why couldn't they share it? I wonder what it is. Also, part of me is like, if it's so private that you can't share it in like uh, an intimate group of believers, I'm like, could you just keep it to yourself? Or could you just share it? Because my curiosity is killing me right now. Now I'm going to come tackle you after prayer. 
to make sure you're okay and just love on you and yeah because we just love doing life with each other <laughs> all right that was number eight um number nine man how's your heart deceitfully wicked Dece who can know it it's a factory of idols yeah i mean how's your heart man it's a weird way about asking about like a sin struggle or your spiritual status how's your heart man oh you know i had an artery clogged last week <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like triple bypass. Yes. I'm doing good now. It's interesting to me. Yeah, I feel like my answer is always I'm gonna, I I want people to ask me that now because I'm gonna be like deceitfully wicked. Who can know it? And they're just gonna be like, uh, what? Yeah, I I I want to be there when you do that the first time. All right, <clears throat> number ten. I'm guilty of this. When you're saying just. Like the the word just during prayer all the time. Like, Father, just just help just, me. Uh, just, just give them traveling mercies, Lord. Just place help. a hedge of protection around them. Just, just help me love on them, Lord. Okay, like I get just it. Just help them with their unspoken prayer requests. <laughs> all right. Now, this one's kind of serious because, like, why do we say just? Is it because we don't know what to say next? Are we continuing to ramble? Mm-hmm. And doesn't Matthew 6, 7 say, uh, and when you pray, do not heap up empty phrases as the Gentiles do, for they think that they will be heard for their many words. Do not be like them. Yeah. Yeah. I always wondered about that because if you don't have, if you don't do just, you probably do something else like, um, just Lord, um, help, um, them, um, or father, Lord, yeah. father, we thank you father for father, just thank you. Or Father God, yeah, I, I <laughs> Father God, Father God, we just thank you, Father God, for giving us this day, Father God. Like you do need to address him as such, right. but he didn't forget his name. Yeah, do you just think he's up there? Like, yeah, I know you're praying to me. Like, why do you keep saying my name? <laughs> I don't know. All right, we have two more left on this list. One of them is, um, you know, another like funny one, and another one is actually one that's serious and that we should work on. But we'll do the funny one first. I found Jesus. Now you use this one. You, you've heard this one used mm. when somebody's giving their testimony. Say they were like addicted to drugs in the past or something like this. They went shout through out to really our hard. other podcast on testimony versus gospel. Yes, go back and listen to that if you haven't. But um, but say somebody's going through something and they're talking about it, and then after it all, they say, "I found Jesus." False. False. Now, just we're we're gonna be brutally honest with you. Jesus came to save sinners. Jesus came looking after you. Jesus found you. You didn't find Jesus. Your heart, as Travis has mentioned, is deceitfully wicked. He's not going to go find Jesus. Jesus finds you. I guess it wasn't as funny as I thought, but, you know. <clears throat> one last one. <laughs> I'll pray for you. Christians, if we're going to say this to one another, let's actually do it. Yeah. Let's actually pray for the person that we said that we're going to pray for. One thing that I've been trying to do to get better at this is actually instead of like saying, I'll pray for you and then pray at a later time, because to be honest, 95% of the time I don't, um, instead of just saying, I'll pray for you, actually pray for them then and there. Yeah. Like, hey, can I pray for you right now? And I can tell you that's had a big impact on my heart and actually even the person that I'm praying for because they see like there's dedication there, you know, they're they're trying. Yeah. And Tyler, once you you and I were talking about this and once you were sharing about how that had made a difference in your life, I actually started doing it as well and it 
first I started just tracking how many times do I say I'll pray for you and then kind of keeping track of how many times you don't um and that was really convicting or just thinking back of all the times I thought oh, I'll pray for you and then I don't and that really convicted me and so I've been trying to do the same as if I can pray for them right then and there and if I can't like if you know I'm texting someone or over the phone or messaging whatever then I'll I'll try to pray for them before I send the text hey I'll pray for you so that I've already prayed for them because I know my deceitful heart mm. um yeah yeah it's a it's a super important one I think because we're called to pray for one another and uh yeah so I want to do a follow-up episode at some point talking about more weird things Christians say because I think it's healthy to reflect back on our quirks a little bit just to help us like understand what we do a little bit more and um I don't know maybe that'll help us grow a little bit yeah it'd be interesting to do a podcast on like that or things we say that really deal with like false thinking or false theology like i asked jesus into my heart mm. so phrases we say maybe it'll be a little less humorous i don't know maybe it'll be yeah. funny i don't know we could we'll try it out see what happens so at the end of the day christians we say some weird things sometimes and i don't know sometimes i think it's harmful sometimes sometimes i think it's damaging to say something that you don't necessarily mean you know if it's if it's jargon just by definition, you're saying something that means something else. So, you know, Christians, I think that we need to be clear when we're talking uh, to other believers, especially new believers. Um, as I, I don't know if you've heard of Don Miller, but uh, he's a author. He's wrote books on marketing. But essentially, his idea for marketing is if you confuse, you'll lose. Mm, so. Catchy. So I guess Christians, like if, if we're going to be talking to new believers, even non-believers, let's make sure that we're really clear in what we're saying and actually say what we mean and mean what we say. Do you have any final thoughts today? Uh, today was a short one. Today was a short one. I, I think that's, I would think that's uh, pretty good what you said and just being intentional about what we say, realizing words matter and let's not take uh, things lightly, things like prayer um, interceding for people. Um, let's take prayer seriously. Let's take the opportunities we have to intercede on uh, other believers' half, on other believers' behalf seriously. Um, let's take the words that we say in prayer seriously. Because um, I think sometimes um, it's the tyranny of the common. We're so used to saying it over time, it loses its meaning. Um, so, yeah. I 100% agree. I think, you know, giving careful thought to what we say to one another and to how we react to those kind of things is super important. And, uh, you know, you don't really know other believers around you. Like, you don't know their hearts. So definitely be lifting them up in prayer. That's also a Christianese thing. Mm, lift them up. Lift you up. I want to lift you up. I want to lift you up, my guy. I'm going to just love on you and lift you up. It sounded creepy that time. All right, we're gonna we're gonna conclude <laughs> the podcast. Uh, but before we go, I just wanted to remind you of a couple things to help us grow. Uh, number one, subscribe and leave a review. Uh, make sure you subscribe so that the newest episode is automatically downloaded to your device each week. Number two, like us on Facebook. It's simply just facebook.com slash happy holy hour. And three, if you want to be a part of our happy holy community. Uh, which is basically just an exclusive private Facebook 
group where we can bat around ideas, uh, topics for the podcast. People can ask questions. We can ask questions. Uh, we'd love to have you be a part of that. So send us a message to our Facebook group, keyword happy, and we'll send you the link to that page so that you can get in. Yeah, and when you join our Facebook page uh, for this week, please leave a comment on some weird Christianese that you've heard or you've even used yourself. It's okay to acknowledge your quirks. That's right. But remember, your heart is deceitfully wicked. We also forgot to mention that Jared is not in the office today. He's not. He did make us some great coffee, though. He did. So... All right, everybody. Well, thanks for doing life with us. Thanks for doing life with us. We're gonna, you know, just we're gonna keep loving on you. Uh, you know, <laughs> it's so weird. All right, have a great week, everyone. Don't forget to join us next week on the Happy Holy Hour. Peace.